Welcome to At Your Convenience Podcast. I'm CSB editor Rachel Janak, and today I talked to Mike Lashi about design trends in convenience stores. Lashi is the president of Paragon Solutions, which specializes in retail design. Its customers include convenience stores, travel centers, petroleum companies, and more. Lashi starts off by telling me about the value in choosing a purpose in which all forms of a store's design can lead back to. Here's the conversation. Let's start really broad and, and just talk about, uh, you know, COVID has done a lot of things. And, and I think what it's done is raise the bar and raise the expectations of a lot of different things. So this all has to do with brand. But, but what I, we try to do is to create what we call a North Star, where if you have a specific brand of a company, uh, all of these design elements, the, the site, the branding, the interior, should point to the North Star. So, broad, very broad, the first thing that you really have to establish is who are you? What is your brand? What do you represent? Uh, what's the brand promise that you're trying to make? Uh, what, what is the, uh, the underlying uh, difference between you and all of your competitors? You know, once you get that uh, as kind of a baseline, and that's not an easy get, by the way, uh, but once you really understand that, uh, then you, at least you have a target to shoot for. Right. Uh, so, for example, uh, let's let's start breaking it down. And you can interrupt any time. I just, you know, sometimes you just take a quarter and minute and start talking. <laughs> uh, but but I've also invited the two of my peers uh, to be in the room with me. They'll have uh, maybe some, uh, some thoughts. Uh, Austin and Whitney Burns uh, are two of the shareholders in Paragon, and uh, also Whitney is the director of interior design, so she has wonderful insights as well. Great. So, can uh, uh, get, get some insights from them as well. So let's, let's talk about the site. You know, some of the design trends, I think, it, it's all about expanding that customer experience from the traditional, uh, which, you know, you're going in for, for you're going in for gas. You know, really basic nuts and bolts, you know, kind of everyone's got this, right? And so the trend, as far as a broad design trend on the site, is to think beyond that. What can you do to uh, to change that experience? And so you see a lot more things like dog parks, bike racks, uh, things that are inviting customers uh, with maybe a little different twist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the dog parks, everyone's got a dog and they, they travel with their dog or their cat or their whatever. So uh, those are pretty much on steroids now. It's not just, hey, here's a patch of grass. Uh, you know, we've got off-leash dog parks uh, work, and especially the travel centers, uh, and just a lot broader experience. And so what goes along with that, if you're inviting uh, that four-legged customer into your space, then uh, how else are you serving them? And we've done dog washes, we've expanded uh, the offering inside as far as dog food and snacks, frankly, uh, gourmet snacks for dogs, and just crazy stuff. Because... Ultimately, what you're trying to do is change the, the customer experience through site. And so, in the site plan, you know, I, I think there's trends to really think about the customer experience. Uh, I'll give you another example. Uh, I, I drive a, a pickup truck, and if I pull into one of these 9 by 18 uh, spaces, I, I literally cannot get out of my truck. Yeah. Uh, because there's no room. So you say, oh, well, we'll go with 10 by 20. Well, you know what? That's still not not uh, big enough. 
because you get one of these pickup trucks, you throw open that door, and that little Tesla next to you is going to get nailed. So, uh, so that the idea is to really think through, and then we've gone deep, deep dive into, okay, let's get all the trucks and figure out what their dimensions are, what is it, doors are open, uh, how easy is it for them to get in and out, because that's really the beginning of that customer experience, right? If they're sneaking out and rubbing up against the car next to them, that's not a good experience. Yeah. So, so we broadened the, the parking space. We broadened the uh, sidewalk, uh, you know, traditional been six to eight feet. You know, we're, we're doing 12, 14, 16 feet sidewalks because that is uh, the entrance into this uh, customer experience. Mm-hmm. You know, certainly, uh, automatic doors and things like that have been around forever. Uh, but you know you got to think through that depending on where you're at, uh, whether you need a vestibule, what, uh, what's that experience, what does the customer see and feel as they transition into the store? Right. And, and that transition, you know, uh, there's a. Have you ever read Taco Underhill? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay, so uh, he's really good and talks a lot about uh, these customer experiences. Uh, he's more of a scientist than a, a Retailer, but he talks about when uh, when a customer transitions from outside in. You know, he's going from light to dark or dark to light, cold to hot, hot to cold, wet to dry. Whatever the, that transition is, or all of the above, uh, you have a new opportunity to talk to them. So he talks about having a decompression zone, uh, and it's like eight to twelve feet, where you really shouldn't stick things in front of the customer in that first. Mm-hmm. Again, this is customer experience, right? This is trying to change the dynamics of uh, the traditional convenience store, uh, where we cram as much as we can everywhere in our 3,500 square foot store and hope that they buy it. Uh, but now we're really embracing some of these philosophies of uh, customer design and of store design. It's just a different take. Uh, so if you have that decompression zone, then the question is, what are you putting there? What are you Placing uh, at that eight or twelve foot uh, space, you know what what unique presentation. So I'm just carrying through this customer experience uh, journey, if you will, or customer journey. Uh, you know, we we are doing a lot more custom fixtures, unique fixtures, things that uh, that harken to that north star, whether it's uh, local products or special products or certainly sale goods, things like that. But rather than just stick them on a traditional gondola, what can you do to change it up? You know, what, what can you do to, to change that customer's perception? When they walk in, they see it, and they say, wow, I've never seen that. If you get a wow, I've never seen that, then you are you just scored, right? Yeah. Uh, because that's got their attention, and that's ultimately what you're trying to do. You get their attention, and you give them a message. And that message is, we're different than the guy down the street. We're better than the guy down the street. We care about you more than the guy down the street. So, so as you traverse through the store, you know you start thinking about these touch points. You start thinking about these opportunities to really change the, the dynamic and change uh, the perception of that customer by always pointing to your north star. So, you know, a lot of times, you know, we ask the question, getting people oh, well, we want it clean and you know, neat and organized. Well, okay, everybody's got that. Right? What, what are you really trying to do? 
Uh, and so it, it's a process to get to understand what's your differentiation is. Uh, and then you strive for it. It's, it's just a lot more intentionality, you know, and a lot more uh, customization to, to accomplish that. Yeah, absolutely. Can you give me an example of what a brand's North Star might be? Let's take a, a customer whose food program is all uh, farm-to-table, locally sourced, uh, and they are it's made fresh daily. Okay, so that's that's kind of their, their approach. Well, how do you communicate that? How, how do you point to that North Star if you're saying farm-to-table, locally sourced, sustainable, you know, that's your North Star, right? That's how you're going to differentiate uh, from the guy that's commissaring it in or, you know, bringing in medical sandwiches or whatever. Uh, you know, we've all seen that side of it, too. So so now you said, okay, we're going to we're gonna ramp this up. We're going to ramp our food program up, up to do something totally different. Whatever that food choice is, it might be, uh, Austin, Texas barbecue, which I'm a fan of. Uh, whatever it is, you point to that North Star, right? So, so that's it. Certainly starts with the brand, with the image, with the, the, the color selection, with the way that it's presented. But it gets down to some really organic details. So again, what does that customer see, feel, uh, and ultimately taste uh, when they are exposed to that part of the North Star? Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. That's interesting. So, yeah, so many times we just mail it in where we allow uh, a vendor or a food vendor, certainly quality food vendors, but we let them come in and do what they want to do, right, or what they say best. Well, guess what? They're saying that same thing to every other customer that they're that they serve. So you're not being different. You're being the same. Right. Uh, that's the challenge is, is certainly take the knowledge and the everything from them and let them help you but let them help you be different not the same yeah definitely and how has the pandemic affected the way that you think about design yeah well, what once was you know kind of the, the ultimate now the standard uh, right total, total touch free uh frictionless uh to, to the extent that you can i mean whether it's stores going into the bathrooms or uh Tesla's fixtures, uh, et cetera, all of that is standard. But but we're we're really thinking through more things that uh, enable the, the employees to clean better, giving them the tools. Uh, so we've got one thing that has become a standard for us is uh, not plugging this company, but they're really good. Spraymaster Technologies, where for example, it's a, uh, a hard piped uh, pressure wash system both low and high pressure wash. So if you want to really clean a bathroom, if you can give someone a bottle of Windex and paper towels, or you can give them the tool with the Spraymaster technology that allows them to scrub with the right soaps, with the right tools, they can do a deep clean on the whole thing, and the thing is literally sparkling when you're done. Yeah. Uh, and, and little things like uh, when, when, you, uh, when you design the, the tile in there, is it Bull noses, it all draining to the right uh, uh, drain. I mean, the level of detail that we're talking about to, to allow them to clean it, make sure that the materials are fully cleanable and they will uh, sustain that kind of uh, cleaning system, right? So no sheet rod, no paint, uh, all tile and hard surfaces. And literally let it 
clean, drain down, and there you go. Uh, so along those same lines, uh, family restrooms uh, are becoming a huge deal, uh, and that to me points to the knowledge star that you care for that customer as much as anything. Uh, as a grandfather, you know, I've got both grandsons and granddaughters. Uh, if I'm traveling with them and I'm going into a restaurant, I don't care if it's my grandson or granddaughter, I don't want to bring them into uh, men's restroom. So if you have that family restroom and you give that opportunity, what's the message that you are saying? What's the message? Uh, you're saying we care about you. So I've seen you know women pushing their, their husbands in a wheelchair. Well, what message are you saying uh, if you're not giving them what they need uh, at this critical time? So to have uh, you know, both local and, and travelers uh, that, that have needs. So there's something as simple as, as bathrooms, and all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're not only bigger like the buckets, uh, but they're more intentional again to meet the needs of every one of those customers. Yeah, absolutely. Take through that customer experience. Yeah, so. Uh, we even have some in the family restrooms where we have these little mini toilets we put in so the, the four-year-old boy can you know, do his thing. It's nice and lower the little girl can sit uh, either way. Uh, and, and it's just really cool. Before, it's like, okay, Bubba's our customer, right? So we're going to really take care of Bubba. Well, that's fine, but he's only one customer. Uh, and so what about everyone else? And so you really have to think through uh, not only who you currently have as a customer, but who you don't have, but should have. Yeah. And that, we're pointing to that North Star and inviting them in and giving them the, the solutions that they need, the experience that they need, uh, will make a huge difference. And that's what people talk about. Yeah, good point. And do you focus on sustainability within store designs? And is it important to let customers know the ways that the store is incorporating sustainability? And how do you do that? Well, I think the biggest mistake historically is that there's been a lot of people that at the corporate level or whatever they say, yeah, we want to be sustainable, so we're going to do this. And that's wonderful. I applaud that, right? But how do you communicate that to the customer? Right. How do you, uh, how do you say, this is our North Star and we're sustainable, come on with us and be sustainable too? Uh, that's the missing ingredient is that ability to communicate your, your entire message, you know, to, to the customer. So absolutely, we're doing a lot more, uh, obviously, the EV state and charging stations and the, and the solar uh, canopies and, and the, uh, the alternate, uh, you know, alternate systems, if you will, uh, are a big part, uh, even to the extent of lead certified buildings and, you know, just thinking through it. Lead certification, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's a ranking system of sustainability. It used to be, a, um, I think, a much bigger deal than it is today, uh, but there was a lot of fluff in it where you'd get points in this lead certification for having a bike rack, for example. Well, if you're in an interstate location, having a bike rack, bike rack makes no sense, but they had this, this broad uh, you know, scorecard, if you will, that you had to hit, so people were throwing bike racks in that's a, just one tiny little example. What's happened though, what the lead has done is it drove designers like us to almost automatically do all these things that are sustainable that, uh, that were in that checklist because it's the right thing to do. Because uh, that's what, you know, 
that's what this country needs, that's what uh, we need locally, uh, nationally, etc. But then the missing ingredient, like I said, was how do you communicate that? Right. You know, it's not just through signage, it's, it really is uh, through your entire brand communication, you know, that you're allowed to. Yeah, that's really great. So, how do you how do you tell the story to the customer about where these materials came from? That, that's one of the great things. I'll give you one example. We've got a customer up in the Northeast. Questions. Uh, we, we call it Promise Training, where they have a brand promise and they uh, they they act on it. You know, so this is what we're, we promise our customers we're going to do. But they do promise training to their employee. If the employees don't know that story, how can they connect? Right, but if but if they do know uh, that that that's reclaimed with Spanish troops, or if they do know that you know this is the material that we use here and here's why, uh, well then there, there's a better chance of them communicating it to the customer, and frankly they're proud of that, right? So so you've gone out of your way, and so they they embrace it. It's got to be uh, communicated to your employees at all levels, you know, from the, the newest employee to the supervisors, etc., uh, and, and Storytelling. You know, I, I liken it to the oral tradition in, in faith, the Jewish faith and the Catholic faith, where a lot of things were passed on with oral tradition. You've got to be a storyteller. And so tell tell your story again and again, whatever that story is, ties back to your brain. Uh, and you tell that, you know, in your social media, you tell that in your one on one relationships, you tell that uh, to your vendors, you tell that to everybody. Say, here we are, and we're different. Uh, another thing that really reminded me of is the idea of open kitchens as opposed to the food magically appearing, you know, around the corner. So, where did that So, we really are embracing the idea of open kitchens, uh, letting them see the process, see the, the food journey, you know, it came fresh from the refrigerator, and, you know, they're cutting it there and they're cooking it there. Can you speak on some of the successful design trends that you saw in 2021 as far as materials, um, like lighting, um, materials and architecture, um, and features like that? 2021 was, was COVID, right? And so how did that affect our mindset? How did that affect the way we shop? We see it every day. I, mean, I went to Walmart uh, market this morning, and... Uh, they got big signs coming in 20 June of this year, you know, you know, expanded curbside, expanded delivery. We'll bring it to your home, your garage, or uh, or your office. Uh, and so they're really playing that up. Well, I think a lot of that came from COVID. So in the convenience travel center industry, I think uh, drive-through curbside and delivery are the things that we all talk about, right? At DAX, at Outlook, at, at all these uh, conferences. That's what people are saying. How can we do this? So there's multiple sides to that. There's the technology side that you've got to incorporate, the loyalty side uh, that you've got to incorporate. But frankly, from a design standpoint, from our standpoint, you've really got to think through, again, that process, front of the house and back of the house. What does the customer see? So how are you inviting them to that, uh, that curbside? And is it easy? Or is your employee running or have roller skates on and going all over the place trying to fill these orders? Yeah. So, so it, it's really a, a paradigm shift in, the, in design because now we have to think of another uh, multiple methods of delivering product uh, 
services to our customer. So you want to have happy customers and happy employees. Uh, so you really got to be intentional about how you design that. So that's that's been a huge shift for us, where all of a sudden we have not only drive up and, and pick up, but we have walk up, where we've got you know an expanded outdoor uh, seating area that's covered and, and lit, and maybe it even has misters and, and heaters, depending on where you're at in the country. So now you've got this outdoor area, and, and maybe it allows you to expand. And we've done this multiple times where we've expanded into, okay, let's have a walk-up so we can uh, do ice cream through it mm-hmm. or you know, do, do drinks through it or do uh, you know, slushies through it or whatever. And, and so, again, you're, you're thinking through that, that customer experience and creating a solution that you didn't even know there was an issue and trying, being willing to try. I'm not saying that these things work at every location. Uh, they don't, but they work in a lot of them. So find the, the right location, know your customers, uh, and then uh, go toward that customer with, with, with solutions that make sense. All right, great. Thanks, Mike. That was Mike Lashi from Paragon Solutions, and this is At Your Convenience Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.